Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hi, listeners. Welcome to the Rice Series by Melting Pot in collaboration with India's largest urban network of public-private partnership schools, Akanksha. With 30 years of serving over 9,800 students from low-income communities, Akanksha now runs 21 government schools in Pune and in Mumbai. With a focus on quality education and holistic development, Akanksha is not only expanding its school network, but it is also reaching out widely and influencing changes in the educational space. We at Melting Pot are privileged to share Kanksha's impact on various levels of the education ecosystem through our RISE series. And we're happy to share with you some such resilient, independent, strong and educated women from Akanksha. I'd like to thank the founder Shaheen Mistry and the leadership team of Akanksha to come on board for RISE, presenting Season 6 of Melting Pot. Hi, today I'm in conversation with Sunita Ayer and it's a very interesting background to Sunita which I'm going to leave to her to talk about and uh, Sunita is at the moment in uh, Princeton and that's where she's talking to me from. Thank you so much for waking up this early to have have this conversation with me although I mean it looks like a gorgeous day when I look out of your window but anyways so thank you so much and I'm really really looking forward to this conversation so Sunita before we you know get into Akanksha and uh, how you know stuff around it just a little background to you would be interesting. Um, thank you, Kyle. Thank you for having me. Uh, and it's definitely not early. It's lovely out here. It's going to be a scorching 100 degrees. So I'm looking forward to it as much as like I born and raised in Mumbai, Bombay back then. We bring on the heat. We love it. Yes, I'm in Princeton in New Jersey in the U.S. Been here for a long time. Came from Bombay to the U.S. and has been a couple of cities and then finally settled in here. A little background to what you were talking about. Sunita is really a pet name, which is a calling name given to me by family and, and a close uncle of the aunts. Vishal is really my given birth name, but that was something that we was an adapted name from Vishalakshi, which was the family deity. My parents thought it was old-fashioned and they remodeled it to make it Vishal. So really multiple names, that's really where I come from. But did you ever get a reaction? Because Vishal in India is normally and generally a male name. So, I mean, I... I was confused as well, and which is why I did ask you before we started the conversation. I'm sure you would have got that a lot growing up. 
it's it's funny it was quite gender neutral when my parents gave that name because it wasn't a very popular name and i'm aging myself now when i was born back in the 70s growing up i never had any such references it was really much later in life when it started becoming a popular boy's name that call center calls always throws them off the ask for Vishal is Vishal there I'm like yeah this is Vishal no no we want to talk to Vishal I said no this is Miss Vishal <laughs> yeah but I guess you get used to it so anyways I'm going to call you Sunita because I guess that's that's what we'll go with so Sunita how did your association with Akanksha how and when did it begin So Akanksha really came into our lives through my sister-in-law Chitra who works with Akanksha and back when my kids were little she one day in the summer we would visit India every summer the kids were there with us and she was going for a fun weekend paint workshop that they were doing and she said come let me take both of them and they went and they had a blast it was it was one of those paint the walls murals that the akanksha kids were doing you know and and the and my kids were were integrated they were part of it and they had such a blast and that's when our curiosity about it started and we got to know more about the work that they do the kids had already had a flavor with it and then we wanted more and we started going back to volunteer this i would say was probably 10 years ago i lost track of time and we we volunteered from then on every summer growing up the kids just enjoyed being in classrooms with other peers their age and helped being helpers in classrooms with the teachers and just you know doing things around and then we got involved as volunteers as well from there it was just a natural progression there's you, you just fall in love with the work that they do instantly and and the support started back then so a couple of years ago that's how it really all started so what kind of support are you kind of providing to akanksha in the US about 5 years ago 5 or 6 i was track i think it was 5 years ago when they started a chapter for providing fundraising facilities you know to to really expose the cause to a network of people here and really it was an advocacy group that wanted to get people to know the kind of work akanksha was doing the difference they were making that's when we it was more of a formalized relationship where it was a philanthropic relationship we wanted to uh, until that point it was really more of a charitable cause that the we we were giving to and then it started into a team of people that were dedicated towards making a difference in a much larger term in a long term you know there was a board that was that got together there was a core group of donors that that were identified that wanted to do this as a philanthropic you know association and that's really our that's where we come into we look at it as a long term uh, relationship um which wants to end you know the the whole uh, poverty and education relationship um that india has um where you know education is the only way out to cut the chain of poverty so uh, that's really where uh, it all started and we're so happy that 
there is a growing interest in it. We we constantly have people day in and day out um, that we meet, that we present the the organization to, and they're super excited once they know the kind of work that they do. So are you also involved in any other foundations back in India that are connected with education for the lower income communities or it's just a concept? I mean, we're, we're privileged to be able to lend a hand. So we're always open to any education organizations that are, and there's so many of them that yeah. fantastic work. So we're, we're always there to, to lend a hand. Akanksha really stays super close to our heart. And we're, we do um, help out from time to time with a lot of other organizations. But Akanksha really stays the one that's really close to our heart. Yeah, I have talked to Sejal and uh, Vidya. So, I, you know, I've got kind of a sense of what happens in the US in terms of fundraising and for Akanksha. And I think it's because US has such a large uh, diaspora as well. And, you know, and, and everyone is looking at giving back in some way or the other, because at the end of the day, you know, India is home for a lot of people, even though they may be living outside of India. So I can understand that there is this sense of wanting to contribute in some way. And I think Akansha is doing a phenomenal job with the way they're expanding. So, you know, they're not sort of, they're looking outside the, the box and, and they've got all these schools and how they put their curriculum in. And now they are, I was talking to the CEO and he mentioned how the art program is actually now, it's gone outside of the Akanksha schools. It's being kind of provided to other schools as well. So I think it's the vision is very, very forward. And the focus is change through education, which, you know, which is what kind of get got me excited. And I, I thought about Akanksha, I read and know enough about Akanksha. And that's how I, I said, no, I'm going to do this, I want to do this, I want to talk to people. And through my podcast series, and that platform, just try and reach out to people. I mean, you're, you're doing, everyone's contributing, right? And this is my way of, I guess, contributing because then I'm able to, through this platform, create even more awareness about Akanksha. So, so that's where I am with Akanksha. And I understand that you're moving you just mentioned that you've moved to, to London. Are you in the process of moving to London? So is there a chapter in the UK as well for Akanksha? Yeah, there isn't. So yes, we are moving, the process of moving, we did, we moved a couple of months ago and, and we, you know, London's such a lovely city, but we did realize that there is no chapter at, in London or Europe for that reason. So we're super excited about having to expand the uh, circle of influence uh, to be able to bring in more people into this cause. So that, that is something that we've been under talks with, with Sejal and hopefully in the coming months, we, we will have a few things that we could do to start, you know, spreading the word about the work in London. Uh, we're planning to have a small group of uh, people 
in our circle, you know, open it up to them, bring the works to them, show them what Akanksha is doing that way. Akanksha has been around for many years, yeah. but there's so little that it's just solid groundwork that they do. It's just solid work that goes on behind the scenes that a lot of people don't get to hear. So it's yeah. really worth and, and until you, you show people what work goes on day in and day out, they, they have no idea. So we're looking forward to spread that, that word around to as many people as there are. And do you think like in the US, there is now a program in place where Akanksha alumni are getting scholarships to, to attend university or colleges in the US? Do you think, or even schools outside, you know, like Singapore, for example, I spoke to one of the students who's just graduated from Minnesota, who went to Armenia, UWC Armenia. So is it something that you, as a cohort, is also looking at replicating in the UK? Is that something that is possible to happen? You know, so then the students, instead of coming to the US, sort of expand and are able to, for further studies, go to UK or, you know, some countries in Europe. Is that something that is being thought about? You're listening to a fusion of stories recounted for the first time ever by some fascinating people from across the globe with me, Pio, on this very unique and special podcast series, Melting Pot. Yeah, absolutely. I think we're, you know, what US's, US cohort has, has done such wonderful work, right from everything that you said, doing alumni support, giving alumni support, young professionals network. There's been multiple things that have finally taken shape in the last couple of years and, and has been formalized. So we're going to use everything that we learned from the U.S. back to the U.K. And I see no reason why that cannot be replicated. You know, we have all of framework that we already yeah. have here. We're going to try and replicate it as, as much as we can, as much as the system will allow us to do. So for sure, that is in the works right from, um, right from fundraising to alumni being incorporated into the education system there even the work culture, you know, into the work situation there. So yes, hopefully all of that can happen once we start getting it off the ground. So how much of your time and involvement do you have at the moment with Akanksha? And what do you foresee? Because it's, it's absolutely a very new kind of territory, right? In, in, in a sense, the UK and Europe, and it opens up to Europe as well. So at the moment, how much involvement do you have with Akanksha and what do you foresee in the future? I would say it's it's really whatever is required. Shankar and I are always there for anything and everything that goes on with Akanksha. We find the time in our schedules to be able to fit that in because it's just very, very satisfying for us to be able to see uh, Akanksha for this long and having been associated with it and seeing it grow. And just seeing the the effect it has on the on the children, you know, right from seeing some of these kids back from like eighth and ninth grade up to today, being these young, confident professionals in whatever that they're doing, there is a sense of pride that that one feels. And and I will admit that it's completely selfish. 
we we're available for anything and everything that goes on with Akanksha. So it's really a question of how we can weave it in into our schedules. And I, I, I find that that's never a problem because when it comes to something that's so gratifying and, and, and when you see the kind of work that goes on and what effect it has, you know, you don't have a choice. You just, you just do whatever you can in whatever capacity and whatever time that's available, you just try and fit it in. Uh, so yes. I'm hoping to do the same in London as well. I know London's a new city for us. We've never been there. It's brand new. So along with getting to know the place, we're, we're hoping that this will just be an organic thing that will go with us into, into growing that ground up as well. So so the answer to your question, what whatever time I have, I we're willing to do it. Okay, that's that's yeah. I mean that I think when you believe in the cause and and over the years you've seen the change and you've seen the progress and like you mentioned earlier, you've seen the back end work which is on a continuous basis working towards finding or seeing the change happen. I mean, I can understand how passionate you would be about the cause and a lot of other people who are involved as well. So, so yeah, no, it's, it's very, and I, and, and what I understand is that, you know, the, this whole school model is now going to be extended to within Maharashtra to think Nasik and Nagpur and, you know, so it's getting quite extensive. And I do believe that the leadership team is just so driven. And now I've spoken to a few of them and, and I do believe that they will make it happen. And I also think that the students are so impacted from in a positive way from this whole system of education and how I've spoken to some of them for the series and and they are just so inspiring you know there's constantly there's I can tell you stories about uh, works on on the ground you know and you asked me about my involvement of time and there's something that that I constantly go back to one of the schools in Pune that we were visiting and and um, there was a story that stuck in my mind was about a school leader it was you know it was 10th standard I think it was March it was end of 10th standard it was examination time it was SSC examinations and we know how important that is to the end of a school cycle for a child I think one of the students you know was having a hard time having to go through the the prep work and all of that they had an examination center that they had to get to and apparently the teacher knew the kind of struggle that that the kid was going through she followed through with him until the day of the examination and at, at some point what happened was the kid wasn't able to get to the examination hall because of his personal uh, circumstances at home. She went to his house, picked him up and brought him home and housed him at her house for the entirety of the examination because she wanted to make sure that the child was getting to school for the examination hall on time. She wanted to make sure that the child was fed and had the right circumstances to be able to study. And all this was beyond, above and beyond the day's work at a school. So most, I would say all of Akansha uh, faculty and staff and everybody that works, social workers that work behind the scene, their job doesn't end at three o'clock when the school leaves. It's a 24-7. It just goes on and on. And, and when I look at that, 
you know, when we when we look at our days and we look at our times and I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to put this to the next day that constantly keeps coming up to my mind as like, if if somebody can do it to that level where they're completely in it, it doesn't matter what's happening in their day, I'm sure I can find some time to be able to 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 give. Yeah. And this is one of the stories that I can give you. I, there are so many of them that come up to my mind that there, there's constantly work that's going on in the background that nobody's asked for, but everybody jumps in to be able to fix it. There's nothing that is, oh, this is just school. This is beyond school relationship and I can't touch this. Nothing. There's absolutely nothing. So no amount of time and effort that you put in is enough. So that that is something that we always go back to. Yeah, that's that's fantastic. Because I think, and that's what makes the whole machinery work, right? Every every individual involved has to give it that hundred and ten percent in order for it to work. So you know, that's amazing, and I'm I'm so excited to see what you know what will happen in the UK. It may take a few months or even a year, but the, the whole UK chapter and um, I think it will just open up a lot of a lot more avenues for the students. And that is that's quite interesting. And I'm going to follow that story pretty closely. Thank you so much, Sunita. Is there anything else that, you know, in terms of what you would like from your perspective for people, I know you've, you've said a lot, but you know, for people to, to know and get involved with Akanksha the way you have, is there anything that you would add, you know, you'd like to add on? You know, Akanksha really speaks for itself. There isn't really much one needs to do other than just follow them, you know, just I would tell the listeners to go and look up Akanksha. Saurabh and his team at Akanksha, just there's so much good work that goes on. I really don't have to do much except that, you know, just go follow them. And you, you don't even have to do anything or support. I promise it will compel you to, to lend a hand in whatever way you can, uh, whether it is just letting somebody else know about the good work that they're doing or put in your time or, or go volunteer at a school, you know, and just, just experience a day in their lives. And you, I'm sure you will be moved by the kind of work that they do. So really just follow them, follow their work, look them up is all I will say. Yeah. Brilliant. <laughs> so I'm sure there are a lot of people out there who, who, who are going to hear you. Thank you so much, Sunita. It's just been wonderful. Good luck with your move. And I'll probably see you, I don't know, in Jersey or in London. Who knows? The world is really, really small. So so thank you once again. And it was it was fun talking to you. Lovely talking to you. Thank you for covering us. You have a, a, a lovely time. Thank you. Thanks so much, Sunita. For more weekly conversations, do listen to Melting Pot on Spotify, Apple and Google Podcasts. Follow us on YouTube and on Instagram at Podcast Melting Pot. So until the next episode, this is Payal signing off. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.